Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome back to day number 51 of the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year. Today, our reading in the Old Testament is from Leviticus chapters 10 through 12 and Mark chapter 4 for our New Testament reading today, Leviticus chapter 10. Uh, We find Nadab and Abihu, a certain incident happens there. Aaron's sons offer strange fire before the Lord, which leads to their death. Illustrates the significance of the priests following the commands of God with reverence and obedience. Leviticus 11 details laws about clean, unclean animals, lays out dietary restrictions for the Israelites for both ceremonial and health reasons. And Leviticus chapter 12 outlines purification laws for women after childbirth for the restoration of ritual purity. Uh, Chapter 12 is actually a pretty short chapter. And then we'll cruise over to the New Testament, Mark chapter 4. Jesus, again, does some teaching in parables. He illustrates the kingdom of God through various metaphors like sower, seed, and soil. He explains these parables to his disciples. And in doing so, he conveys the importance of a receptive heart in understanding God's word. Something for us to think about. A receptive heart helps us understand God's word. And that's what we'll think about today while we read. Think about the significance of the necessity of a receptive heart in understanding God's word. I mean, we've all known people who have not had that heart and they really don't understand it. Something to think about. Leviticus chapter 10, verse one says, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. Fire came out from before the Lord and devoured them. And they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke of saying, I will show myself holy to those who come near me and before the people I will be glorified. Aaron held his peace. Moses called Mishael and Elsaphan, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, draw near, carry your brothers from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they came near and carried them and their tunics out of the camp as Moses had said. Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and to Ithamar, his sons, don't let the hair of your heads go loose and don't tear your clothes so that you don't die, so that he will not be angry with all the congregation, but let your brothers, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord has kindled. You should not go out from the door of the tent of meeting lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is on you. They did according to the word of Moses. Then the Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons are not to drink wine or strong drink whenever you go into the tent of meeting or you will die. This shall be a statute forever through your generations. You are to make a distinction between the holy and the common and between the unclean and the clean. You are to teach the children of Israel all the statutes with which the Lord has spoken to them by Moses. Moses spoke to Aaron and Taliazar and to Ithamar, his sons who were left, Take the meal offering that remains of the offerings of the Lord made by fire and eat it without yeast beside the holy place because it is your portion and your son's portion of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. For so I am commanded. 
the waved breast and the heavy thigh you shall eat in a clean place, you and your sons and your daughters with you, for they are given at your portion and your sons' portions out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the children of Israel. They shall bring the heaved thigh and the waved breast with the offerings made by fire of the fat to wave it for a wave offering before the Lord. It shall be yours and your sons with you as a portion forever, as the Lord has commanded. Moses diligently inquired about the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it was burnt. He was angry with Eleazar and with Ithamar, the sons of Aaron, who were left, saying, "We haven't. Why haven't you eaten the sin offering in the place of the sanctuary, since it is most holy? And he has given it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, his blood was not brought into the inner part of the sanctuary. You certainly should have eaten it in the sanctuary, as I commanded. Aaron spoke to Moses, Behold, today... They have offered their sin offering and their burnt offerings before the Lord and such things as have happened to me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been pleasing in the Lord's sight? And Moses heard that it was pleasing in his sight. Leviticus chapter 11. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, These are the living things which you may eat amongst all the animals that are on the earth, whatever parts of the hoof, and it is cloven-footed, and choose the cud amongst the animals that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat of those that chew the cud or of those who are part of the hoof. The camel, because it chews the cud but doesn't have a part of the hoof, is unclean to you. The hyrax, because it chews the cud but doesn't have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. The hare, because it chews the cud but doesn't have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. The pig, because it has a split hoof and is cloven-footed but doesn't chew the cud, is unclean to you. You shall not eat their meat. You shall not touch their carcass. They are unclean to you. You may eat of all these that are in the waters, whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas, and in the rivers, that you may eat. All that don't have fins and scales in the seas and rivers, all that move in the waters, all the living creatures that are in the waters, they are an abomination to you, and you shall detest them. You shall not eat of their meat, and you shall detest their carcasses. Whatever has no, <clears throat> has no fins nor scales in the waters is an abomination to you. You shall detest these things, these amongst the birds. They shall not be eaten because they are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, any kind of black kite, any kind of raymond, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the cormorant, <clears throat> the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are an abomination to you. You, yet you may eat these of all wing creeping things that go on all fours, which have long jointed legs for hopping on the earth. Even of these you may eat any kind of locust, any kind of katydid, any kind of cricket, any, any kind of grasshopper. But all wing creeping things which have four feet are an abomination to you. By these you will become unclean. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. Whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and he be unclean until the evening. Every animal which is split hoof that isn't completely divided or doesn't chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them shall be unclean. Whatever goes on its paws amongst all animals that go on all fours, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. He who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. 
These are they which are unclean to you amongst the creeping things that creep on the earth, the weasel, the rat, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. These are they which are unclean to you amongst all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. Anything they fall on when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether it is any vessel of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever vessel it is, with which any work is done, it must be put into water and it shall be unclean until the evening and it will be clean. Every earthen vessel into which any of them falls and all that is in it shall be unclean. You shall break it. All food which may be eaten, which is soaked in water, shall be unclean. All drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. Everything whereupon part of the carcass falls shall be unclean whether oven or ranged for pots or it shall be broken into pieces, they are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or cistern in which the water is gathered shall be clean, but that which touches their carcass shall be unclean. If part of their carcass falls on any sowing seed, which is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed and part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. If any animal of which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening. He who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every creeping thing that creeps on the earth is an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever goes on its belly and whatever goes on all fours or whatever has many feet, even all the creeping things that creep on the earth, them you shall not eat. For they are an abomination. You shall not make any, yourselves an abominable with any creeping things that creeps. You shall not make yourselves unclean with them, that you should be defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not defile yourselves with any kind of creeping thing that moves on the earth. For I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the animal and of the bird and every living creature that moves in the waters and of every creature that creeps on the earth to make distinction between the clean and the unclean and between the living thing that may be eaten and the living thing that may not be eaten. Leviticus chapter 12. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel saying, if a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days as in the days of her monthly period, she shall be unclean. In the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall continue in the blood of the purification 33 days. She shall not touch any holy thing nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks as in her period, and she shall continue in the blood of purification 66 days. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the door the tent of meeting, a year old lamb for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. This is the law for her who bears, whether male or female. If she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall make two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for her and she shall be clean. Over to the New Testament, Mark chapter four. Again, he began to teach by the seaside. A great multitude was gathered to him so that he entered into a boat in the sea and sat down. All the multitude were on the land by sea. He taught them many things and parables and told them in his teaching. Listen, behold, the farmer went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell by the road and the birds came and devoured it. 
Others fell on the rocky ground where it had little soil and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of soil. When the sun had risen, it was scorched and because it had no root, it withered away. Others fell amongst the thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no fruit. Others fell into the good ground and yielded fruit, growing up and increasing. Some produced 30 times, some 60 times, and some 100 times as much. He said, whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. When he was alone, those who were around him with the 12 asked him about the parables. He said to them, to you is given the mystery of God's kingdom, but to those who are outside, all things are done in parables. That seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand lest perhaps they should turn again and their sins should be forgiven them. He said to them, don't you understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? The farmer sows the word, the ones by the road are the ones where the word is sown. And when they have heard, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which was been sown in them. These in the same way are those who are sown on the rocky places who when they heard the word immediately receive it with joy. They have no root in themselves, but are short-lived. When the oppression or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they stumble. Others are those who are sown amongst the thorns. These are those who have heard the word and the cares of this age and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Those which were sown on the good ground are those who hear the word, accept it and bear fruit, some 30 times, some 60 times, and some 100 times. He said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it to be put on a stand? For there is nothing hidden except that it shouldn't be made known. Neither was anything made secret, but that it should become to light. For if any man has ears to hear, let him hear. He said to them, take heed what you hear. With whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you. And more will be given to you who hear. For whoever has to him, more will be given. And he who doesn't have, even that which is, was will be taken away from him. And he said, God's kingdom is as if a man should cast seed on the earth and should sleep and rise night and day and the seed should spring up and grow, though he doesn't know how, for the earth bears fruit by itself, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the fruit is ripe, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. He said, how will we liken God's kingdom or with what parable will he illustrate it? It's like a grain of mustard seed which when it is sown in the earth, though it is less than all the seeds that are on the earth, yet when it is sown, grows up and becomes greater than all the herbs and puts out great branches. So the birds of the sky can lodge under its shadow. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them. And as they were able to hear it, without a parable, he didn't speak to them, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let's go over to the other side. Leaving the multitude, they took him with him, even as was in the boat. Other small boats were also with him. A big windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so much that the boat was already filled. He himself was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and asked him, saying, Teacher, don't you care that we are dying? He awoke and rebuked the wind and said, to the sea, peace, be still. The wind ceased and there was great calm. He said to them, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? They were greatly afraid and said one to another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Well, that's our reading for today. Um, yeah. Did you know that uh, some sorts of insects were clean? 
interesting. You can go grab a grand handful of grasshoppers if you like. Um, I'm sure everybody's going to run right out and do that. Well, let's let's finish up with a couple of devotional thoughts and meditations for today. Think about Nadab and Abihu, a pretty rough thing that happened to them. And consider the importance of obedience and reverence in your worship and relationship with God. And uh, how can the lessons from Nadab and Abihu's story help you cultivate a deeper reverence and obedience in your worship and relationship with God? And reflect on the parable of the sower. How might you work on cultivating a heart that is receptive to God's word that will ensure it takes root and bears fruit in your life? And consider the story of Jesus coming the storm. Imagine what it would have been like to be in that boat and how that might help you trust God when you are in a difficult place. Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. 